even though we face the difficulties of today and tomorrow, I still have a dream. It is a dream deeply rooted in the American dream. I have a dream that one day this nation will rise up and live out the true meaning of its creed. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal. That one day on the red hills of Georgia, the sons of former slaves and the sons of former slave owners will be able to sit down together at the table of brotherhood. I have a dream. All right, welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios. It is Martin Luther King Day. I do appreciate that speech. The older I get, the more I appreciate it. Uh, I want to thank Tiffany and Jessica Frazier for coming in this morning, uh, moms of murdered sons, and telling the story of their son and grandson, who was uh, Parrish, who was killed in Jackson, March 3rd of 2020. Uh, that story was uh, hard to listen to, to be honest. Um, you know, imagine the grandmother, he died in her arms. The daughter, or his, his mother, should I say, was also shot three times. She was getting ready to walk down the steps here. You got to come upstairs to get to the studio. And uh, she said, I got to go a little slow. I still got a bullet in my hip. That really hit home. I was complaining about my hip hurting <laughs> the other day because I slept wrong or did some kung fu in my sleep or something. And <clears throat> here she is walking around still with a bullet in her hip uh, from the situation where she got shot with her son. So, man, it's wild out there in the streets. And that's why <clears throat> we're never going to quit talking about it. We're never going to quit talking about it from every aspect. I would like to hear you guys this morning. If y'all want to call in, 601-879-0002. If you would like to text in the Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Kimberly text in, says, so much power in Dr. King's voice. And uh, she had a text in earlier, too, and said, tuned in late, but... Glad to hear from moms. God bless y'all. Podcast will be available. It will be uploaded as a separate podcast, so you don't have to <clears throat> listen to two hours to get to whatever. Uh, we'll, to, each hour will be, will be uploaded separately today. Uh, more of uh, text here. Reagankin says, great show today. For some reason, America has decided to focus on the criminals demonizing things like mass incarceration, totally forgotten about the mass grief of the victims. I wonder if this angers your guests since they too are being forgotten and reduced to footnotes and statistics. I am so sorry for their loss. I hope to never feel that kind of pain. My love and condolences. That was a great text. Thank you, Reagan. Um, <clears throat> unknown texture says I am tearing up. I couldn't imagine the pain. Yeah, me either. I don't even want to try to pretend to. Let's see here. Um, another unknown texture says, um, I'm sorry, this was sent Sunday. So we're caught up on text. Uh, one of my guys over at the Capitol Police did text in and say that said we are ready to accept the challenge. Some of us investigators want to try to get a young man mentor program started too. You know, that's where I go back to uh, my buddy Benny Ivey over at Young uh, 
Strong Arms of Rankin County. It was Strong Arms Jackson. He's now involved with Strong Arms Rankin County. Same thing, different name. <clears throat> what they're doing. And uh, Violence Interrupter, uh, Credible Messenger Programs. I know a, lo- a lot of people have um, have questioned those type programs. And look, I think they're great. I, are they to replace the police? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, I do disagree with the mayor of Jackson's uh, thoughts on replacing police with them. But... <clears throat> what they're doing is God's work. You know, we always say, I know as Christians, we always say, and people who are in recovery and people who give their testimonies, if my story can change just one life, well, what these guys are doing is changing more than one life. What these women are doing with this mom's group, they're, they're changing lives. Now, you know, y'all know me, I will mock meme and ridicule criminals and bad politicians to the day I die. All gas, no brakes. But we're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna mock, meme, and ridicule the victims and their families. It ain't happening. Not on this show. Uh, there's a trickle down effect from that kind of stuff. But anyway, these groups are giving these mothers a place to tell their stories and to bond with one another <clears throat> and to not be forgotten. Uh, the the mentor programs for young men and women for that matter, but like Strong Arms Jackson, Strong Arms Rankin County, that if they only save five or six youth a year, that's five or six more than a whole lot of us are doing anything being a part of. So I do credit them. My calling is doing what I'm doing. It's not doing that. It's not being a mentor. I mean, I don't mind, but that ain't my thing. So I commend the folks that do it. All right. Shifting gears here, how about a big announcement? If you follow me on social media, you already know. I do not do announcements before. I'm not going to tease a big announcement. I just wait till everything's official, and then I do the announcement. And I announced this uh, Friday on the show. I wanted to wait till Mike Madison got through with his first or uh, his last live show. I think we're playing a week of replays of Mike this week, but his last live show was Friday. You know, this show has been. Two hours on Monday and Tuesdays, and then it's only been one hour the rest of the week. Well, moving forward, uh, thanks to some uh, some some scheduling changes and uh, some other people being willing, uh, Jim being willing to move his show around and whatnot, the Clay Edwards show will officially be at minimum two hours a day, seven a.m. to nine a.m. Monday through Friday. However, it's going to be three hours for the time being on Mondays and Tuesdays, seven a.m. to ten a.m. On Mondays, I will be joined in studio. I'll kind of be the co-host because uh, I believe Miss Allison is going to do a great job. But we're going to carry on Mike's tradition of his health show on Wednesdays, except we're going to do it on Mondays. And it's going to be me and Allison Noe from 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. talking about health and uh, natural health stuff and organic health stuff and all that kind of stuff. And uh, we had a great conversation on my show recently and that we kind of went down that rabbit hole and I introduced her and Mike and they started doing a show together. And I was like, when Mike's time is up, I would love for you to uh, continue that with me. And that's what we're going to do. So really excited about that. That'll all start this upcoming Monday, one week from today. And uh, on Tuesdays, I put something really special together for y'all. I'm going to get it announced tomorrow. But on Tuesdays, we're going to do our own version of like a law call show. I'm going to have a lawyer in studio with me discussing whatever the uh, current uh, things going on in America where we want to hear the legal side of it. And we'll be able to take your questions. We'll be giving you generic legal advice. 
<laughs> I don't, we don't want to know your specific cases, but if you got questions, whether it be family law, criminal law, anything like that, we're going to be doing a law call type show. I'm really excited about that. That's something I've wanted to do since I started this show. And, uh, it, you know, takes two years, <clears throat> February 1st to be the two year anniversary of this show, by the way. So all this is falling in place just at the two year anniversary. So I really appreciate the opportunity and the trust that Matt, the station owner, has put into me. Uh, the trust that you all out there in radio land or podcast land have put into me. Uh, you, you trust what we do here. We're not always going to be right. I'm, I'm still going to offend people. <laughs> it's what I do. But, you know, I appreciate you guys riding with us. I really do. So uh, if it wasn't for you all and these sponsors and you all supporting these sponsors, none of this would be possible. So I'll be forever grateful to you. And uh, buckle up. 23 is going to be a big year for us. And I want you all along for the ride. We're going to be doing live shows on location. All kind of stuff. I cannot wait. Uh, with the expansion of the show, I'm reaching out to y'all out there. Next Friday, I've got the owner of Battlefield Drag Strip, and he's also the guy that's leading the charge to bring back Hub City Dragway. He's going to be on the show. Uh, it's going to be on Fridays. If I can make all the scheduling work, every Friday I'm going to have a guest on. And we're going to be talking uh, entrepreneurship, talking about business, talking about people who have carved their way and how they found success. I think that's going to be something that transcends politics and drama and all that. We're going to keep the politics out of that. Uh, the guy, first guest is going to be Garrett Rudd. Like I said, he owns Battlefield Drag Strip out in Chunky. He just moved here, bought the drag strip a few months ago. He's leading the charge to revive and reopen Hub City Drag Strip down in Hattiesburg. I know we all grew up going to these places. I cannot wait to have this conversation with him. And I can't wait to help him promote some races. So uh, that'll be Friday. So uh, any questions you have about uh, Hub City or Battlefield Drag Strip, uh, be ready to call in. He's going to be sitting in the whole two hours with me next Friday. That's uh, basically two weeks from now. That's where we're going to kick off the Entrepreneur Show. All right. So really excited about all that. The, the, the show is growing. And the opportunity to go two hours gives me the opportunity to interview more people have more fixed segments. I can have kind of like have an hour to rant and rave and then have an hour to, uh, to educate or learn from other folks. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break real quick. When we come back, let's do some mocking, memeing, and ridiculing what we do best here on the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYEB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I'm live in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio. This segment is going to be brought to you by my good friends out at Guns and Gear. Man, if you don't want to become a victim of violence, go get strapped up to the T's at Guns and Gear, located right there at fifty on Highway 51 in Gluckstadt. Of course, you can shop them online at GunsandGearMS.com. And uh, don't become a victim. Do not become a victim. They, uh, they've got everything you need there to protect yourself. And uh, it's the home of No Limit Ammo. they got all the big scary guns. And, uh, of course, they do gunsmithing and seracoding. And it's locally owned and operated. I'm going to tell you what, just sheer professionalism, you're not going to find a better place. Just sheer knowledgeable employees, you're not going to find a better place. Get out there, check them out. Guns and Gear. And uh, the proud sponsors of our Guns and Gear text line here on the clay edward show 
And uh, we're going to get back to some more text here in a minute. But, uh, you know, one group that I never miss the opportunity to mock and meme are the T's uh, in the alphabet mafia. Uh, did y'all see, and I did not watch this live, admittingly I don't watch pageants on television, but uh, <clears throat> so apparently the Miss Universe pageant has been purchased from Donald Trump, or is he on Miss America? Anyway, Miss Universe pageant was over the weekend down in New Orleans, and uh, the new owner is a trans male, and uh, here is him telling y'all, well I'll just let him say in his own words, how about that? The Miss Universe organization from now on is going to be ran by women. Now, notice he did not say women. He said, we men. Ran by women. Women. That is no accident, my friends. Let's say it again. Ran by women. Owned by a trans woman. Trans woman. Well, that is a wee man, isn't it? For all women. All these women standing up, clapping. I'm like, but it's a guy telling you that it is now owned by a guy pretending to be a girl. Women should be so, you know, I rarely do. I don't like to tell people what should and shouldn't offend them. But I would think that as a woman, this would offend the hell out of you. For all women really around the world to celebrate the power of feminism. The Miss Universe ridiculous ridiculous but uh miss america uh, an actual woman did in fact win so we'll take that we'll take that we'll take that w for a true w a woman not a wee man a woman all right man back to the guns and gear text line here real quick uh rick text in says do you want me to call in and talk about how ironic it is everyone is taking a day off to celebrate the government killing a man. Hey, Rick, absolutely, man. Call on in. It is MLK Day. Uh, to some, it is Robert E. Lee Day, if that's what you want to celebrate, teach their own. Um, I am a fan of Dr. King, so I'm going to celebrate Dr. King today. <clears throat> Let's see here. Kimberly texts back in and says, that's, she goes, wow, that's great. I can't wait to hear. That's a cool, too. That's, the law show is cool. Look at you shining. Yeah, thank you, Kimberly. I'm shining bright like a diamond. <laughs> um. Yeah, look, really excited about the expansion of the show to two hours and three hours on some days, on Mondays and Tuesdays. And, uh, I mean, what what I just tell y'all here, uh, what I hope to see is uh, Allison uh, Noe be able to take that show and make it her own and be able you know, grow to be able to do it without being a part of the Clay Edwards show. I mean, I, she's very, very intelligent. We'd love to see her get her own hour uh, every day or two. Uh, maybe I... Maybe we need to watch out. She'll be coming for the Clay Edwards show. <laughs> I'm sure some of y'all would love that. So, no, really excited about that. Uh, locking in the lawyer today for the law call show. And uh, really looking forward to that. And uh, we got a bunch of big things planned. As we get into the spring, you're going to be able to start seeing a lot more of me out and about. And, uh, again, looking forward to all of it. Um, Over the weekend, let's bounce back to Jackson Crime here. <clears throat> over the weekend, or maybe towards the end of the week, Chief James Davis down at the Jackson Police Department, spoke to uh, city council. And he says that crime was down 30%. Of course, he doesn't really give the real numbers, the real statistics. Because let's just think about this. 
And he said, except violent crimes like business burglaries and carjackings, they're actually up. Homicides were down 14%, and I'll give all that credit to the Capitol Police and what they've done there in the Capital City Improvement District, the CCID. <clears throat> Shout out to all them. Uh, crime statistics are going to be down when 911 is a joke in your town. Crime statistics are going to be down when criminals are committing crimes against one another and they choose not to call the police. Crimes are going to be down. Uh, you know, the murder can't, you know, the, if they murder somebody, unfortunately that crime don't go down. Or somebody gets shot and goes to the hospital, I guess there's a there's a path. They have, the hospitals have to call and report they have a gunshot victim there. <clears throat> but, you know, for instance... I, uh, some people questioned the other day the the fellow we had on that told his story about a, almost becoming a carjacking victim, calling nine one one, and we interviewed him, let him tell his story, and over the next twenty four hours or so, people tried to pick it apart, say that was a lie. People text in, and look, I appreciate everybody texting in. I, I, I do, you know, even a, a lady that I think is a in law enforcement had text. And said that she didn't think it was possible because it didn't sound like he was describing Country Club Drive and she didn't hear it come over the scanner. And I, I like people who politely disagree. Like, well, here's why I disagree. I dig that. Please always keep that coming in. Well, it wouldn't have gone over the scanner if 911 never dispatched anyone out, I, I, I think. I, admittingly, I don't sit back and listen to I don't sit back and listen to the scanner. But I'm I'm assuming you don't get to hear the calls come into 911. You'll only hear the dispatch go out over the radio. I mean, I, that would make sense, right? So, if it never got dispatched, it wouldn't it wouldn't have been reported. So, I, we'll use that as an example here for this 30% thing. Now, that was a carjack, a potential carjacking, but that's a crime that there was never a report done on. So, of course, it's not going to count as a statistic. And I just think, how many of those aren't getting reported? How many times does a car get jacked in the hood and the person who got it jacked from them might be a drug dealer, might be have some warrants out themselves, whatever the case may be, and they just say, screw it, I'll handle it myself. Or screw it, it's only a $4,000 car, $5,000 car. I'll just throw it in the gutter and go buy another, as uh, Easy e would say. <clears throat> Boys in the hood. I just think there's a lot of crime that does not get reported. Absolutely. So I, I just I don't believe that crime is down. Every time you open up social media or whatever, all you see is about crime in Jackson. I just fail to believe that the statistics are really down. I just think that people are not reporting the crimes like they once were because <clears throat> because they can't they don't see any hope in it no see any reason to i mean why well, report it and even get a police report if nothing's going to come from it now if you live in the capital city improvement district where the capital police are absolutely baby you know they're gonna follow through they ain't playing and let me pull this up again here real quick here's the phone number you need a lot this in this is for the capital city police if you live in jackson and you want to circumvent J- JPD and 911's a joke in your town, lock this number in. 601-359-3125. 601-359-3125 is the main number of the Capitol 
police. So I appreciate uh, Sean for sending that in the other day. Uh, you know, well, here's another example, right, about crime being down. Was it Friday? I think it was Friday. A buddy of mine works over there on the on the west side, over by the Metro Center. They used to be the Southwest Jackson. Now I think it's just considered West Jackson. Right there at Highway 18 in front of the old Pier 1, uh, down there by the Piccadilly, down by El Chico's, that area. Um, a guy in a Mustang, a two-door Mustang. Well, that's, of course, a two-door Mustang. They do have a four-door now, don't they, an EV. Anyway, a Mustang doing donuts in the middle of Highway 18, loses control, and lands on top of a Lexus parked at the old Pier 1. The Lexus then smashes into a Tahoe parked beside it. I don't know if the Tahoe's totaled out, but the Lexus and the Mustang wiped out, totaled out. You can see that picture. We were the first to report it at Save Jackson. You can see that photo on any of the Save Jackson social media platforms. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Just go to at SaveJXN. Uh, JPD says no charges will be pressed. You have multiple eyewitness reports. Even the news report says Carl was doing donuts. Why not at minimum would you not give a reckless driving ticket? At minimum. Reckless driving. Totaled out three cars. Well, at least two. The, the Tahoe is an older one, so any damage it gets is probably going to be considered totaled. It had to be towed off. Three cars. And no charges pressed when everybody's telling you they were doing donuts in the middle of the street and caused the wreck. Now, that happens a lot when Mustang drivers leave car shows, too. It's like a whole thing on the Internet. Uh, Mustang drivers are typically bad drivers. <laughs> leaving car shows, doing burnouts. So I'm not the least bit surprised. Camaro too. Mustang and Camaro drivers, boy, I tell you. <laughs> anyway, I kid around. I got a lot of friends that drive Mustangs and Camaros. But it goes back to the lawlessness in Jackson. Like You can get away with anything except shooting a bad guy. And you'd be a good guy. That is not going to be, that. that's when it's time to stand up. You know, lock arms, fight the power is when a good guy has to defend himself against a bad guy. Well, that wakes him up. I'm telling you, they so badly, a pastor Pickett and the mayor, that whole crew, they so badly want a Jacktown George Floyd to happen. Anytime Capitol Police or JPD, especially Capitol Police, anytime they have to let a bad guy F around and find out, they're all screaming about racism and police violence and all this stuff. It ain't the police that are uh, that that got all these mothers having to go start a Facebook group called Moms Murders of Moms of Murdered Sons. Anyway, they want that so badly in Jackson, but they don't care about the regular everyday crime. They don't care about um the the constant constant murder in these streets but you let it happen because a good guy was defending his property or a good girl were defending their property or themselves and oh man they gonna be all on it just whatever fits their political agendas all right this is the clay edwards show we are live in the matt kike flowwood studios we'll be right back on 1039 wyb phone lines wide open let me hear from y'all today i know you're sleeping in i know it's a holiday 
Wake up. 601-879-0002. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by Lakeland Glass and Tent right there on Lakeland Drive uh, at the OG location. That's where they do the windshields at. And right there on Flowood Drive, right over there, kind of across from River Oaks Hospital's ER entrance there. You can't miss it. That's where they do your window tent and vehicle wrapping. Man, I'm going to tell you, I got my Tahoe windows tinted Thursday, and I have absolutely loved riding around in my Tahoe again. Uh, it's not like riding in a fishbowl. I can pick my nose at red lights and everything. Sing, act a donkey as much as I want. <laughs> uh, they did did such a good job that uh, getting another vehicle done for a friend of mine Tuesday got him going over there. <clears throat> so looking forward to uh, to seeing how that's going to look. But uh, go get your windows tinted. I can now drive at nighttime with all them bright Ford headlights behind me without being blinded in my side and rearview mirror. It is really nice. I don't care about keeping the heat out, all that. I mean, that would be great, et cetera. But the dang headlights in the mornings and nighttime, y'all know that's been a thorn in my side since I started doing this show. It is really, really nice to be able to drive without being blinded again. And you can too at lakelandglassintent.com or give them a call today, 601-946-1000. You can schedule your whole appointment online. Just go plug it in, put in what kind of vehicle you have, select your stuff, and boom, it's all there. And uh, you'll see that number pop up, 601-946-1000. Call them to tell you that your vehicle is ready. Uh, great job. Shout out to the whole team over there where quality matters. Lakeland Glass Intent. All right, so Guns and Gear text line. Let's catch up a little bit. Uh, Eric texted in and asked, will they tint my front windshield? Yes, Eric, they will tint the whole front windshield. I didn't get mine done because I had a rock pick, so I just got a strip done on the top of it. And uh, I need to get that peck fixed. And I may end up getting my whole windshield tinted. I don't know. But, uh, yes, they will. All right, let's see here. Uh, Roy texts in and says, police can only give tickets if they see the offense, even if the offense is obvious. I'm like, ugh. Well, I mean, is that only for, like, moving motorized vehicles being the case? Because, I mean, they can issue not tickets, but charges if somebody commits a crime and it was obvious they did it. Isn't this technically, I mean, isn't that a crime? I mean, you pretty much used your vehicle as a, an assault cannon and plowed into two others, so I don't know. That's just my opinion. Not arguing with Roy there at all. I appreciate him texting that in. And they said, good show this morning. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Let's get here. Yeah, I, got, I do all this through multiple apps here, Facebook, um, <clears throat> everything. All right, so we're, we're, we're caught up on text from the Guns and Gear text line. Let's see here. So Jackson is sitting at seven homicides for 2023. Let's do a little math here. Three, six, five divided by two equals 182. So we're pretty much at one homicide every other day. Today's the 16th. We're off by a day or so, but generally, generally speaking, that would put us at 182 homicides for the year, which would, of course, smash previous records. We do not want that. We need to bring that number down. I think Jacksonians, the goal needs to be to get under 100 this year. The goal needs to be zero, but we know that ain't going to happen. It never has. 
and never will. But the goal needs to be under 100. So we're tracking 180-something. I saw the chief of police yesterday at the Martin Luther King parade leading the front line, dancing and having a good time. And, you know, all I can think is you've got bodies stacking up in your city at an unprecedented rate. You have children dying in your city at an unprecedented rate. You're the deadliest city in America per capita two years in a row. I'm going to need to see you doing some policing. I, I, I do. I don't need to see you dancing, leading a parade. I just, I get the whole community policing thing. Man, maybe send out a, an SRO or something, a school resource officer. Let them dance. And that's no knock at school resource officers, but schools are closed on Saturdays. Let them do all the dancing. Whatever. I need to see my chief doing chief stuff. Helping solve these crimes. Helping prevent these crimes. Hell with solving them. Helping prevent them so they don't have to be solved. That's something we talked about with the ladies in here a minute ago with Moms of Murder Sons. Is, you know, they started really getting some attention when 60 Minutes came and did that interview with them. And it was about unsolved homicides in Jackson. I think there's two JPD officers, I mean, detectives in homicide. And at any given time, they've got about 40 or 50, I mean, I'm sorry, like 22, I think it's the average, cases at a time open. I, I can't remember the exact number, just something crazy. Um, You know, that's terrible. But if we could prevent these crimes, we wouldn't need it. But then you also you need to bring attention to these families. And I asked the ladies, I was like, well, you know, they, they told me off air, they said, you know, it's going to start at home. These, You know, stopping this killing, it's got to start at home. And I, I, I loved it. I love what they said. And, <clears throat> you know, having not being the parent of a, of a dead child, you know, you rationalize in your head, well, what would I do? What would I think? You know? And uh, so to hear them say that, because that's exactly what we say here, man. It starts at home. You got to get God back in. And I asked him, I said, do you think uh, God being out of the public realm has an effect on this? And she agreed that we need to get God back in the schools and all of that stuff. And I loved hearing that because I'm going I'm to just guess politically we probably disagree on some things. But we can agree on that. And this show, I tell you all all the time, this show is about me growing and trying to hear other people's side of the story and trying to figure out why people think the way they do or why they do vote the way they do or whatever. So it's, it's, it's always a learning experience to hear from the victims and their families. Uh, I had Miss Kirchin on the show, the very first show I ever did, uh, Stacy Kirchin. Her daughter <clears throat> was killed in downtown Jackson. The first interview I ever did. We did it uh, when I was just doing a live a live, uh, not a, yeah, I was just doing Facebook live feeds. Her daughter Chelsea was killed there on the corner of North State and Fortification. She had left a bar downtown or something like that and got shot. Just random act of violence. And uh, people are so quick to run to social media and be like, oh, she, what was she down there doing? What was she down there doing? Man, there's bars downtown. She's a young 20, 21 year old girl um, downtown having fun. You shouldn't have to. Worry about getting shot at a damn red light. But I saw early on that I wanted to tell, let the families tell their stories. When I started this whole platform and decided to do multimedia and podcast and radio stuff, all like that. And <clears throat> this morning is the first time I've done that in a while. And 
I really did enjoy that. And uh, I would like to never do any more again, but I know that's not going to be the case because this death culture that's taken over Jackson is going to supply us with an unlimited line of guests that will feel like coming on and doing this, unfortunately. But I would love for there to not be a need for any of this stuff. I would love to go home and delete the Save Jackson page and say, job done. But unfortunately, that's never going to happen. It's just ridiculous. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I want to hit a subject that we may end up having to expand on tomorrow a little bit. Something completely from out of left field. Nothing political. Nothing about murder. Let's talk about, uh, I'll just say, we'll call it a tease. Come back, tune back in. And uh, we're going to end up with a little bit of Rankin County juicy drama. And uh, again, we'll probably pick it back up tomorrow. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. This segment is going to be brought to you by Acme Pizza and Dakeries. Hey, man, big football game tonight. Dallas Cowboys going up against Tom Brady. Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys going up against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks for the right to move on in the playoffs. Should be a great game uh, if you still enjoy watching NFL or not. But, hey, it's Monday. you got to work all day, and you got to get home in time to try to cook dinner and watch the big game. Man, save all the, hell, save all the hassle all the time. Let Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's do it for you. That's right. They open daily at 4 p.m. They're on all the major food delivery apps, such as locally owned Take a Break Deliveries. And, uh, man, they got so many great pizzas. They've got the Pig, Pig, Pig. And uh, I can't remember the names of the other ones off the top of my head. Uh, the Hawaiian, the Black and Blue, and then uh, the Will of Flavor, of course. You can pick three pizzas, three of their specialty pizzas, and put them on one pie or just build your own custom pizza like I typically do. But the Pig, Pig, Pig is where it's at. But, hey, they got so much more than just pizza. they got salads, pasta, hamburgers, and more. Let them get you covered. Let them get your dinner covered tonight so you can enjoy the big game without all the stress. Uh, just search Acme, that's A-C-M-E, Pizza and Daiquiri's, at Fan and Mart on the res. You can dine in, carry out, or get delivered. They also have nine different flavors of frozen daiquiris and a well, well-stocked bar with a bunch of different great bourbons, wines, and more. Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's, Rankin County's new favorite location for pizza, daiquiris, and more. All right, man. Uh, in closing today... And I, we're probably going to talk about this more tomorrow. I, 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 I want to talk some of the, about the jab stuff and these and these young, healthy people that keep falling out dead and they keep telling us that uh, the jab ain't related. Like I was watching the NFL game yesterday and I found it so distasteful. They were doing a booster shot ad in the game. A booster shot ad in the game. It was the Buffalo game too. The very team that the guy fell out and dang near died on the field playing for. Because, let's just be honest, there's a lot of suspicions that he had been boosted and vaxxed, of course. And then they're pushing the vax. It's, it's amazing to watch this 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 mind game they're playing with folks. Anyway, they're just kind of rambling there. <clears throat> That's not actually what I want to talk about. What I want to talk about is <laughs> e hard transition here. I see a lot of drama going on online about uh, the way some women were dressed at the Red Carpet Awards in Rankin County the other night. Um, some people thought they were dressed very inappropriately, uh, cleavage kind of hanging out, this, that, and the other. Uh, you know, to that, and, and I'm going to pigtail off 
you know, uh, dovetail or whatever you say you want, however you say it. Anyway, I'm gonna come off that with something with another thought. If somebody wants to dress like that, dress like that. If you don't like it, don't look at it. I don't know what to tell you. But you're all adults. You know, whether I agree with it, disagree with it, we break bread with them, whatever. I mean, that's how they want to present themselves in public. Then by all means, I ain't got no problem with it uh, to each their own. I just think it's funny that people get online and rabble rouse about it. They probably weren't even there. They just saw the pictures online. So uh, if somebody wants to dress nice or somebody's got the body, you know, at 40 years old after having multiple kids to be able to dress sexy. Then by all means, dress sexy. It's like a, it's a big award show. It's what people do. It's an award show. Y'all always love watching people walk the red carpets and look at their outfits and stuff. And this is no different. You don't have to like it, but it, it is what it is. Then another thing, kind of keeping in the same vein. Uh, there's a local photographer, and I'm not going to say her name on the radio here because I don't want to come across like I'm being insulting or anything like that. I want to try to have her on the show to actually have this conversation. But uh, she does like uh, risque photos. Of a lot of ladies around here that want to, you know, feel sexy and get the boudoir, boudreau, I forget how you say it, uh, photo sessions done. And I see a lot of people ragging on that. And they're like, they're like oh, you know, that's trashy or, they, you know, they look like sluts or whatever. And I'll, I'll see guys comment, oh, I would love to, you know, for my wife to do that. And I put a lot of thought into that. I was like, oh, let's say I'm dating somebody and they wanted to do that. I would be against it just simply from this perspective. I don't have a problem with what other people do to each their own. Uh, if if I courted and dated uh, somebody and it took me a while to finally get to see them, you know, to, to be intimate with them. And, uh, you know, I had to fight, scratch and claw to get her down to her lingerie or nude or whatever. You know, I don't want some some uh, some wanker on Facebook to get to see for free. With no work or effort, what it took me weeks, months, or however long to get to see. I think that that's, you know, that needs to be something special between the husband and the wife. If you want to get photos like that done to give to your husband privately and they don't end up on social media, then by all means, go right ahead. But um, I, I, I don't think posting to social media is necessarily the place to do it. I think you'll regret that later. Um, but again, I'm not judging. Teach their own. I think the photographer does amazing work. She really does. And uh, we'll try to get her on the show here soon to talk about it. This has been the Clay Edwards Show. Kind of ending it with a little Rankin County juicy juicy there for you. A little, little tea. I'll be back tomorrow. For two hours. We'll be discussing Mississippi's 100% garnishment. The second hour of the show with the guests I got coming in. Stay tuned. ClayEdwardsShow.com. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.